0: Does this sound like you? I love starting projects. Not so great at finishing them. Selling is really scary and I don't like promoting myself or my work. I check my email, Instagram, or the fridge instead of what I sat down to do. Both of my plates are full. Wait, you have more than one plate? I'm a total pro at making to-do lists, doing the to-dos, not so much. I don't have a lot of friends in business to hold me accountable. Oh, wait, look shiny object. If any of that sounds like you, no shame. You're not alone. This is what The Box was created for. The Box is a community-driven container for creatives. Stay accountable, do the work, and actually finish what you started, because amazing things happen on the other side of finished. Go to theboxworkshop.com to join today. I'm Bill Small.
1: And I'm Miles Hanson.
0: Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives
1: about the creative process.
0: Learn how to finish what you start,
1: ship your work,
0: and build a business
1: without being the loudest on the block. Less noise, more. more. <sighs> hey, Miles. Hey, Bill
0: man are you uh are you a tortoise or a hare
1: (laughs) um both (laughs) Uh,
0: man that conjures up a weird image is that like a (laughs) is that like a rabbit with a shell or is that like a tortoise with long ears
1: it's it's a combination it's a pretty weird looking creature but you know i i think at times i'm both um yeah i want uh I want things to happen immediately, so I'm sprinting. But also, I know that it takes a while. You got to slow down. What about you?
0: Mm, I think I am a natural born tortoise. I really do. I think nice. that I uh, I let the world tell me that I should be a hare, <laughs> and that I feel bad about being a
1: tortoise. Good for you, for not you know. Yeah.
0: Well, I, it's not. I think it's not necessarily a choice for me. It's just how I'm built. I'm. I'm. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm freaking slow. That's all there is to it. Um, I, I don't do the run, run, run thing very well. I mean, yeah, sure. If I'm if I'm engaged in a job that has to be done quickly, of course I'm going to do it quickly. But, uh, <laughs> but it's funny. I noticed that there's some of this for me comes from growing up wanting to be in the music business, right? And but I noticed that it. It's throughout business and especially in these days of, you know, post-unicorn startup culture and and all of that, where there is a real myth, there's a mythology, there's a fantasy, there's fairy tales about overnight success and... Mm-hmm you know, going from zero to millionaire really fast. And, you know, you get all those emails. I don't know about you, but I get all the, all these unsolicited emails, you know, about build your seven-figure coaching business in three months, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and, well, you know, the bottom line is that's all crap. This is crap.
1: Yeah. Um, at the very least – it's not something that works for a lot of people.
0: Most people, I would say. M-
1: yeah, most people. Um, even overnight
0: success is usually not even overnight success. That's somebody who's been working at something for a really yeah. long time. It's just you didn't know it <laughs> until yeah. they reached a certain level of success, and then it's like, oh, look at the new person. New person. Right. I'm not a new person. I've been doing this for a decade, you know, or or whatever it is.
1: So I think the big problem here is when you have a bunch of different people selling the idea that it's easy, that you can do it fast, that it doesn't take that much, whatever. Then you get someone who tries that and immediately right off the bat feels like it's not for them because they weren't able to achieve the crazy six, seven figure, month, whatever. Yeah. It's it, And then a couple of those and you... Are completely demoralized. You have no confidence in the in the game. Yeah, up. and
0: then you have this added problem too. If you have people who um, maybe want to start a new business or want to transition into something else, or are in maybe some financial difficulties and want to scale something up, and there's this mythology that they can do that quickly. That that if they hustle and push and push and hustle, that they're going to produce. Results immediately. And I have certainly had a lot of conversations, both professionally as a coach and just personally with people, uh, with people who that just doesn't work. And the more that they need that to go quickly, generally, the more it doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about what you think and what I think is required to be the tortoise who ultimately wins in the end.
0: Yeah, well, let's distinguish the tortoise. What's the tortoise doing in a way? The tortoise is playing, I'm going to say, the tortoise is running a race, but he's playing the long game. The yeah. tortoise knows that if he just, just keeps going. Little by little. Just step by step. Just knock it out. That sooner or later, he's going to cross a finish line. Whereas the hair is saying, "Man, I'm going to do this thing fast. I'm going to be. I, I'm already the best. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to knock it out. I'm going to. I'm going to run, 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 run. Right?
1: <laughs> and do tricks along the way and yeah. take the scenic route. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: The hair is attached. Uh, I think in our example here, to bring it back down to the ground a little bit, is like the hair is attached to." the outcome and the and doing it quickly. He wants quick. He wants to win. He wants to do it fast. He wants to do it easily.
0: And I love that you said that the hair is attached to that. It's It's what the hair is all about. It's not anything else. Right. When you're building something, when you're building a business, when you're launching a product, when you're putting your content or your creativity or whatever it is you do out into the world being attached to some sort of immediate or quick outcome is generally a recipe for disappointment if not disaster why because it doesn't happen and like you said once that happens a few times you get demoralized you don't even want to do it again right I know that in the past that's happened to me. Like um, during the first part of the pandemic, I I recorded some new songs and I I put them out, uh, and I got a lot of response, you know, or at least what felt like a lot of response to me, you know. To some people, it might not have felt like a lot, but it was good. And then as I continued to do that, it got less and less. <laughs> And last, cause things just changed, you know, the landscape mm-hmm. changed. People were, you know, uh, there was more going on. It wasn't uh, a big new thing like it was that first time. And after about the fourth one, I was like, eh, what's the point? Nobody cares. And so I had to circle back to why am I doing this? Mm. And what's the point? What was I looking for? Is that why I was doing it? Is was I looking for this quick gain? Did I want a bunch of people to get on my email list or buy my song or do whatever it was? Or is there something else at play here?
1: Yeah. We've talked about this before, but I'm always reminded about like the universe, the business universe, whatever, has filters built into it to to test you. To test you and to test the the business, the product, whatever it is, and kind of the first one is like time. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to get past a certain number of time, a certain amount of time, and just show up consistently, even if you have you get no reward, you get no clients, you get no sales, you get no feedback, you get no likes? Can you continue to believe in yourself and the product and the service?
0: Yeah, it's playing the long game. You, you have to be able to step back from the results you want to produce. Not like you don't want to produce them. Of course you do. But if, if that's all it's about, like even in my coaching business, why do I coach people? It's the same thing around music. I don't play music for money. I don't coach people for money. Now, they have to pay me. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's not the why. It's not my reason. It's not why I show up. Uh, Do I need my coaching business to make money? Yes, I do. Otherwise, it's not a business. (laughs) It's a hobby. Right. If that's my motivation, or I know I've had people, I had a coach once who wanted me to play some game around get to X amount of money in X amount of time. And those kind of games shut me down. It makes me not want to do it because it's focused on the money. And I don't care about that. Not really. And, and I know it's a little paradoxical to say, I don't care about the money and you have to pay me. Now, I still want to reach that level that I was talking about, but I can't have that be my sole focus.
1: It can't be your energy.
0: Yeah, I don't do good work that way. And it, it makes me just not want to do it at all.
1: And you can feel it if I'm working with you and you're focused on the money, I can feel that. People are really good at, at figuring out what your intentions are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. but I think it happens a lot with people. They get desperate, they get you know desperate for a result uh, they they put um, lines around things like saying, "Well, if it doesn't happen this time, I'm going to give up." right. If you give up, you know you're not getting anywhere. We know that. But it's so painful to be in that short game, quick, fast turn mindset. It just hurts. And I don't think people do good work that way.
1: Can we play a little game? Sure. All right. I want to go through what I believe are some of the main ingredients in becoming the tortoise who Mm. wins in the end. And yeah. then I would just want to say a few of these words and like just get your initial gut feeling about this word what it means to you. Yeah. So the first one is um emergency therefore not acting inside of an emergency like I need money I need I need a business.
0: Yeah. Um I have been there. I've been in that spot. I remember Uh, The summer after my son was born, so, you know, over 11 years ago or around 11 years ago, living in a rent house that costs more than my, our, you know, house that we bought later does, Uh, you know, a lot of rent and really just my business was not doing what I needed it to do at all. I wasn't really even coming close. I was falling way short. And I have this kid, you know, in this life and my wife's working and I don't, you know, she's trying not to have to do it all. And I was really stuck. And I had a lot of those feelings of emergency. Like I have to turn this around quick. And everything that I tried around that didn't work. So I had to go back to – well, I had to go back to what I would coach somebody else to do, (laughs) Um, which a lot of it was just getting back to getting myself centered and back on the ground and why do I do this and, and taking the appropriate actions without expecting or needing them to produce a result. And truthfully, the minute I flipped into that, things started showing up and happening. But as long as I was in that emergency mode, I couldn't move the needle at all.
1: Yeah, I think there's the argument that you know necessity breeds action, which is true. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, necessity, sure, it breeds action, but it it breeds wild, um, uh, you know, uh, inaccurate. irresponsible action just chaos right so it wastes it wastes ultimately a lot of energy and it's just so stressful during the process
0: yeah
1: okay so the second word is a lot so (laughs) let's speed it up (laughs) so the second one is consistency another ingredient
0: well consistency is the deal man small consistent actions over time make lasting change period there you go i'm not even going to talk about it anymore there you go Yeah,
1: that's it let's just do it okay commitment
0: commitment is a big one because um i think oftentimes we want to do something we think it'd be fun we think it'd be cool but when it gets hard we find out we don't really want to do that and i've done that a bunch in my life Uh, so i think doing a little work at the front end yeah to really figure out what you're committed to which part of it were you just committed to money to making the money in which case Maybe there's some other way to do that. Were you really committed to doing the work? Is it the work part that's fun for you? In which case, do the work.
1: I love it. One exercise that came to mind was when you're kind of creating a plan, like I want it to go this way. This is the outcome I want to work towards. Flip it on its head and see if you're okay still doing the work. If you have the worst outcome, zero outcome or whatever it is, then go from there. Um, Okay. Slow down.
0: Well, slow down, that's that's my mantra with everything. I want everything <laughs> to slow down. And quite frankly, I don't mean that in a way like I'm just going to sit on the couch and eat bonbons, whatever those are. Um, I just mean I I rail against the grind, hustle, hustle, push, push thing that I feel like gets thrust upon us by society and Instagram <laughs> and books about success. Now, part of that may be because I'm at an age where I'm just over it. I'm not going to do that. Uh, if if hustle, hustle, grind, grind really feels good to you, well, do it. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. More power to you. But slow down inside. Yeah. Get grounded. Have it all feel really good. Because when, when you do hustle, hustle, grind, grind, and you're after a quick result and you're committed to and attached to some outcomes that may or may not happen, it's painful.
1: We should title this Hustle, Hustle, Grind, Grind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You just said a couple that are other words, which is great. So you said detaching yourself from the outcome. So um, non-attachment.
0: Yeah. We kind of covered
1: that. And then slowing down also, you know, Leah, our past guest said, um, uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast yeah and that's what the marines say and live by yep. and it's so true so thinking like i, I just wrote down think giving yourself the space to just slow down and think before you act
0: think breathe take a beat and then act yep nice my grandfather was a was a alignment. So when there were emergencies, electrical, you know, emergencies, like in a storm in his town in Indiana, he would be called out to help, right? So one day there was a storm and there were some lines down and he went out to help and they were moving fast. It was an emergency, right? And he was moving so fast that he did not bother to check to make sure that a line uh, was uh, off and he grabbed it with both hands and uh, he, had, he got ta- luckily he got tackled off of that line so it didn't kill him but it it melted two of his fingers into his hand. And my mother told me ever since I was a kid that he said that after that he never hurried again ever. That's what he learned from that was, don't rush. Don't hurry. Wow. And I can say that all the dumbest things I've ever done in my life, the stuff that I just can look back and go, "Oh my god, that was stupid." Or things where I injured myself or did anything else, it's because I did not take that moment to stop and take a beat
1: mm-hmm. before I acted. That's a powerful example, extreme example of of that. Wow. That's wild. So the last word is experiment.
0: Mm, experiment. I love that. You know, you, you really taught me that in a way or, or, or reminded me of that in a way. Because I think oftentimes we think that whatever we start doing, we have to do it forever. It has to work right? So if I'm going to start, I don't know, creating content on Instagram, then I have to do it forever and it has to work. And I'm going to do it until it works or I'm going to quit. Well, why can't it just be an experiment? Why can't I say I'm going to do it for six months? Hell, this podcast was an experiment. Let's do it for a year and see if we like it, right? Um, I use that all the time. I think now more than ever in, in my musical pursuits. Why does it have to be a big deal? Why can't it just be an experiment? Hey, let's do something and see if it's fun. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's sort of non-attachment too, right? Nice. Well, all I can say is I look forward to, um, just doing my tortoise thing.
1: I love it. I will be, a tortoise right alongside you just inching along every day and if i start to speed up you can be you can remind me all right chill out bro
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks for listening today we can't do this without the support of our listeners So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at SubtleArtOfNotYelling.com.